Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and it is game day for the Vegas Golden Knights as they will attempt, God willing, to build off their 6-0 victory that they had on Sunday against the Calgary Flames. The Golden Knights will continue their four-game homestand tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Welcome everybody, I am your host, Danny Webster. Vegas correspondent for NHL.com, site manager for SB Nation's Nights on Ice, and I am very happy that you have decided to tune into this podcast, and I welcome you to it. If this is the first time you have stumbled upon this podcast, I do welcome you. We are a daily podcast talking about the Vegas Golden Knights Monday through Friday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We were more than likely on that forum. Uh, if you are on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to leave us a review and a rating. Any bit of that uh, helps people find the podcast and also with the with the feedback helps uh, me become a better podcaster and a better host. And that's always the number one goal with this here show. So I appreciate any and all feedback. Uh, it is greatly appreciated. Uh, you can also tweet at us at LockdownVGK. You can tweet me at DannyWebster21. And you can also send us an email because you know what? It's 2019. People still send emails, you know, long, short, and different, whatever the case may be. But you can send one if you'd like to LockedOnGoldenKnights at gmail.com. So the Golden Knights are back in action tonight as they continue a four-game homestand uh, tonight at 7 o'clock. Puck drop uh, will be against the Toronto Maple Leafs. This will be the second time in 12 days that the Golden Knights and Maple Leafs have faced off. You will recall that one meeting in Toronto a couple weeks back where the Golden Knights were about 10 minutes away from giving Malcolm Subban the shutout and the victory of his life. But uh, six penalties would come back to bite the Golden Knights in the butt, and it would end up being a 2-1 to loss in overtime to Toronto. That would be one of five consecutive losses that the Golden Knights would uh, endure through that stretch, and the Golden Knights finally put an end to that losing streak on Sunday with a 6-0 thrubbing of the Flames. Now the the roles are sort of reversed going into this game. Uh, when you look at the Golden Knights are trying to build a winning streak, trying to build some confidence, the Maple Leafs, on the other hand, are coming in on a five-game winless streak of their own. They have not been able to get anything going since Mitch Marner went down with his ankle injury and it has been a huge blow to the Maple Leafs to this juncture. So the Golden Knights can easily improve their standing in the Pacific Division. Uh, right now they are in fourth. Very good chance to build up to at least third or second tonight should uh, the victory bounce their way. And this will be a huge win for the Golden Knights just for a couple reasons. One, two straight wins. That's, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's been a while since... The Golden Knights have won a game, let alone win two games in a row. And the Golden Knights have not been able to string a winning streak together all season. They've won back-to-back, obviously, but they haven't really done anything outside of that. This is a big opportunity for Vegas to do such. And also to kind of get the sour taste against Toronto out of their mouths. Last year they lost, I believe it was 6-3 to three, uh, to the Maple Leafs at home. I believe that was one of the last games before the trade deadline, before Vegas acquired Mark Stone. Uh, so a very angry bunch, I would say. They do not want to let uh, Toronto beat them twice in two weeks, let alone beat them once again at home 
Unlike they did on New Year's Eve. Like, can we go back to New Year's Eve a couple of years ago when uh, William Carlson had the first hat trick in Golden Knights history? That would be much preferred. That would be very much preferred. Uh, so at the time I'm recording this, it's 3.48 a.m., obviously. Ain't, ain't nobody skating, ain't, ain't nobody practicing at this point because who the hell would be doing that? So I'm going to presume that the Golden Knights will be carrying these same lineups as they have been uh, going into uh, going into tonight. So uh, Carlson line with Pacioretty and Smith. Eakin line with Marcia and Stone. And uh, Stasny line with Tuck and Glass. And Nosek line with Carrier and Reeves. And McNabb, Schmidt, Haig, Theodore, and Merrill England are your D pairings with Flurry as the goaltender. Marc-Andre Flurry will be going for win number 450 of his career tonight. I should expect him to start. It would be a very, uh, it would be a very big shock if Flurry was uh, conceding a, another chance for Malcolm Subban to play against Toronto. But uh, we will go with the, with the thought that Marc-Andre Flurry will be in net tonight going for win number 450 in his career. He would be only the seventh goaltender in history considering he is the seventh winning goaltender in, M- in NHL history, he could be the seventh goaltender in NHL history to reach 450 victories. As for the Toronto Maple Leafs, nothing really major changing except for the uh, D pairings. We'll get that in a second. Uh, but Tavares centering with Hyman and Kapanen, Matthews with Johnson and Nylander, Jason Spezza, former Dallas Stars legend Jason Spezza, uh, centering with Mikheyev and Nick Patan, and then Nick Shore centering with Timoshev and Gautier. And the D pairings are kind of switching up a little bit with uh, Morgan Riley and Cody Ceci, Jake Muzzin and Justin Hall, and Travis Dermott with Tyson Berry on the third pairing with Frederick Anderson expected to get the start in net for Toronto. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Mitch Marner has been out for the last few games, and uh, Toronto has struggled without one of their top offensive players in the lineup, and clearly it has shown. Uh, losing five in a row is not very uh, not very characteristic of Toronto, even though, you know, come playoff time, that may be a whole different thing. But then again, you don't lose five in a row in, in the playoffs, so... Maybe this is kind of uncharted territory for the Maple Leafs. But nevertheless, this is a very prime opportunity uh, for the Golden Knights to build off what they accomplished on Sunday. Uh, A lot of the guys seemed very excited the way that game went on Sunday. They got a lot of frustration out. They felt like they played probably their most complete game uh, to this point. Uh, the only disadvantage I could see going in here is that Toronto has been in Vegas for another extra day. They've had a chance to rest. They've had a chance to uh, to get acclimated to the Vegas scenery without trying to party too much on the strip. Somebody go save Austin Matthews before he uh, goes into a bar or some sort. Um, but you know what? This is a, a very big opportunity for the Golden Knights, even though Toronto is struggling. Um, but I think that with Toronto struggling, this is the perfect chance to get one of those big momentum-boosting wins that you've been clamoring for for the better part of two and a half, three weeks now. And if the Golden Knights can go ahead and win this game, then you got two big division games coming up, and then all of a sudden everything is right in the world and everything is uh, not in panic mode. The sky officially will not be falling uh, with those two division games coming up against the Sharks 
and the Oilers on Saturday. So uh, puck drop 7 o'clock tonight for the Golden Knights and the Maple Leafs at T-Mobile Arena. You can catch it on ESPN Plus, AT&T, Sportsnet, Rocky Mountain. If you are in Canada, it is on TSN4. I mean, if anybody's listening to this podcast in Canada, God bless you and you are awesome. Not going to hold my breath, though. Not going to hold my breath. But uh, very big night for the Golden Knights. If they can get a win tonight, I think it's going to quiet a lot of doubters, and I think it's going to quiet a lot of skeptics right now as we are, what, uh, 22 games into the season? The sky was falling rather rather quickly. It seemed like only yesterday that people were at their torches and pitchforks ready to go, ready to attack the attack the front office, attack the coaching staff, whatever the case may be. They were all ready to do that. But you know what? They've rebounded very nicely. Um, now if they can start stringing some wins together and continue to build that momentum, I think uh, I think Vegas will be in good shape. Now at least I think uh, the Golden Knights, or at least Krispy Kreme, will be prepared in the event that uh, the Golden Knights do get another shutout tonight. I don't know. I don't know if you guys heard this, but apparently there was a. I think Krispy Kreme had to cancel or had to close up until like four o'clock on Monday because they were going through some ownership changes and they'd be they had to be uh, I guess in all hands type of meetings and whatnot. So no one could redeem their uh, their free t- their free dozen donuts for Krispy Kreme today. I was kind of was kind of shocked by that, but. Um, I think you can redeem your ticket all the way up until today, I think up until the end of the day. So if you went to the game on Sunday, didn't get your donuts because Krispy Kreme is going through some corporate corporate hullabaloo, I guess you can say, uh, you can go to Krispy Kreme today and redeem your ticket for your free donuts. Uh, I wish I could get free donuts. Donuts sound great right now. Then again, it's 3.55 in the morning, and I don't think I should be talking about food, but... In the event, uh, if you get your donuts, please let me know how the donuts are. I mean, they're free. You can't really go wrong with free dozen glazed donuts. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Marc-Andre Fleury will be making a trip to Krispy Kreme at some point, if he did not do it already yesterday. But then again, I don't even think Flower would be able to get his own uh, donuts in that instance, should that be the case. So uh, if Golden Knights get another shutout, then Krispy Kreme goes out of business. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the business of which we cover hockey, is that we are here to watch donut businesses go out of business in Las Vegas. Even though I doubt that would barely happen. Krispy Kreme is like, what, like 45, 50 restaurants all across the Las Vegas Valley and Henderson and Northtown and all that. So I think they're fine. I think they can live. It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. So get your donuts if you haven't already. Uh, enjoy those donuts because who knows when in the world the Golden Knights are going to get another shutout at this point. I'm just saying. So we touched on it a little bit earlier about Marc-Andre Fleury going for win number 450. Um, if he wins, uh, barring if Henrik Lundqvist wins in, in the foreseeable future, he would be three wins behind Henrik Lundqvist for six all-time uh, in NHL history. As we approach the record books, as we continue to see Marc-Andre Fleury climb the record books, um, it is crazy, and I mentioned this when Fleury won, I think, 445 of his career, something something of that sort. Just how close this was for these guys to pass these legendary goalies, which I, I think is kind of hilarious. 
um, because we look right now, uh, Lundquist at 453, Flurry at 449. Uh, next up is Curtis Joseph at 454. I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say, unless Henrik Lundquist decides to take an early vacation, he will become the sixth, or he will pass uh, Curtis Joseph for fifth all time. And then Mark Andre Fleury will eventually pass Curtis Joseph for sixth all time uh, on the wins list. Uh, after that, it's Ed Belfour at 484, Roberto Luongo at 489, Patrick Waugh at 551, and Marty Brodeur at 691. Everybody will catch Marty Brodeur at some point because Mark Andre Fleury will never retire. He will play hockey until he's like. 75 and by then he should at least come close to passing Brodeur and everything will be uh it, it'll be another parade down uh, Las Vegas Boulevard when 79 year old Marc-Andre Fleury is still making saves on his head just because the man barely ever gets hurt unless it's a concussion then at that point you got to worry um but I, I I think it's worth noting just how great Fleury has been and I and I know that you know, you hear it from other people all the time, just how how much of a professional he is, the kind of person that he is. I mean, all of those are true. But to see what he's done now, I, I, I want to say, what, he's 34 now? He's just turned 34. To see what he's done since coming to Vegas has truly been one of the greatest turnaround stories, I think, that is gone completely overlooked in the last few years. I mean, we're talking about a guy who in Pittsburgh was the most beloved figure in that franchise. He was without question the backbone, the leader of that team, even with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin eventually establishing dominance uh, within that team and with and around the league for that matter. It was always Marc-Andre Fleury, and then eventually the reins were passed to Matt Murray, and Fleury had to watch them win back-to-back cups, basically as the backup goaltender. And to see Fleury come within three victories of winning a cup and probably winning the Conn Smythe to then becoming one of the best goalies in the league once again, it, it just it really, people don't marvel at it enough, I don't think. I don't think people are actually appreciating enough just what they're seeing on a uh, on a day-to-day basis with this guy. He has continued to be one of the best goaltenders in the league over the past couple of seasons. It's there's a reason why he's considered a Vesna a Vesna finalist at this point in the season. He should have been a Vesna finalist in year 1 had he not gotten hurt. Had he not gotten that concussion, maybe things would have been a little bit different. But I at least think, given those numbers, even if he was suffering from a concussion, those are numbers you definitely had to take into consideration in putting him as a finalist. Um, I think this year, I think the five-game losing streak did not help his cause. Um, I do believe, however, that if they can string some wins, Fleury will vault right back into the top of the conversation for the Vesna. Um because it, I feel like it just needs to be done at some point, right? Like they've got to give him at least a, a top three spot. I mean, even if he doesn't win it, him finally being acknowledged for being a Vesna finalist, I think would just put the put the cherry on top of his career. Even though, even though obviously he would want to win the dang thing, 
just to have him be one of the final three when the awards are in Vegas. Or who knows? By the time he's a finalist, they might be doing the awards the same night as the expansion draft for Seattle, which would be hilarious and kind of ironic at the same time. Um, but just watching him make the saves that he makes, watching him make the plays that he does, um, really is uh, it really is a sight to see. And it's been one of the more amazing things to watch over the course of what what are we now two plus seasons in? Just the way he continues to come back each and every night and almost dominate every single game. And you saw it on Sunday, the saves that he was making, uh, especially in the second period. I think there was a there was a moment where he made the initial save and the rebound went to. Uh, actually, I don't even think it was a rebound. I think it was a full-on like two-on-one. And uh, Calgary, I, I want to say, got it to Kachuk. And Kachuk fired it off the one-timer of a great centering pass. And Flurry went from left to right and got the pad out and made the save. Like, the, these aren't things that should be happening for a 34-year-old goaltender. But here, they, here we are. He's pretty much playing at a rate like he's still 25-26. And that's why I think even when his contract runs out in a couple of years, if he still feels good, I wouldn't be shocked in the least the Golden Knights brought him back on a, on a team-friendly deal and to continue to have him be the main netminder until the Golden Knights are for sure ready, willing, and able to commit to someone in the long term. And that's obviously the challenge when you're the Golden Knights. You for as much as we we feel that Malcolm Subban should be the uh, should be the guy going forward, I mean his there are some performances he had last year where it made you wonder was he even going to be back on the team? And now that he's got a one year deal. Uh, he's played well to this point. Uh, still doesn't have a win, which is kind of upsetting, I guess in a, in a sense because he's play, he's played very well uh, in almost every start that he's had this year and he's still not getting rewarded for a victory at this moment. So I I think that uh, even if Flurry goes another couple years or so after his contract is up, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened just because I am of the mindset that Vegas wants to be sure that their, uh, their future in net is solidified and I'm not saying that they have a grasp of that idea when it comes to Malcolm Subban, um, because we don't know. We don't know what the Golden Knights are thinking. We don't know what their train of thought is when it comes to um, when it comes to understanding who it is that's going to be the future netminder. And until we get that solved, I wouldn't be surprised if Flurry continued to uh, want to want to play number one and two want to put up those crazy numbers that he's been capable of putting up ever since he came to Vegas. So it'll be very interesting to see how this unfolds. Um, obviously four fifty, a huge milestone win. Uh, should that be the case tonight for Mark Andre Fleury? He has been, and, and I'm pretty sure one of us is going to ask him and it might be me about how does he feel about getting a victory like this? Another milestone victory and I can never, I've never talked to anybody who really does not give two craps or two iotas over 
uh, individual records like Mark Andre Fleury does. He, I, there were so many games last year where he made a milestone, had a milestone victory, and everybody was just like, you know, how does it feel to be this and this and this? He's like, well, I, I, I played the game, I watched the game, I have a lot of respect for the guys, and this that, and the other thing. I mean, it wasn't that, it wasn't all that great. You know what I mean? But, um, it's just the kind of player he is. It's just the kind of person he is. And I think it's a true testament to his character that he's able to rebound in his career, able to pretty much establish dominance almost every time he goes out on the ice. And that was always crucial from year one up until now, is could he have that same amount of dominance even going forward? And I think that the answer is yes. I think that the answer is absolutely yes. And I think that at some point... We're going to have to look at this and say, if Flurry can keep this up, then who knows? I mean, we're talking like 500 wins down the road in the next couple of years or so. I mean, it's a very distinct possibility, but Flurry going for 450 tonight, and that will be the uh, that will be the next milestone when it comes to him. So, big game tonight for Flurry. Big game tonight for the Golden Knights as he goes for number 450. So I was hoping to kind of talk about the uh, the uh, youth hockey clinic that was going on yesterday with uh, Paul Stasny and Max Pacioretty. I did have plans to go to that. Unfortunately, uh, everybody in my house decided to get sick, ma- mainly my wife, um, who does not like getting sick whatsoever, but she uh, she was... Gosh, he did not want to get out of bed. And you ever you ever got that moment where you feel like you have to do so much when you get out of bed? Like if, when you get out of bed, you have to do this, this, and this. My wife is wired to do so many things uh, throughout the day. And when she's bedridden for most of the day, it uh, does not make her happy. So I, I would cautiously advise everyone, please get your sleep. Please get your rest. It is flu season. It is cold season. Um, so if you can... T- Fully take advantage of getting that, uh, getting that rest, getting the getting that medicine in. You know, this is this is Doctor Danny time. I guess if I ever went into medicine, this is exactly what I'd be doing. Uh, <laughs> but in any event, uh, it is getting colder out there. The weather's changing a lot, so please make sure you bundle up and uh, have your soups, have your teas, do whatever you got to do to keep healthy because. Uh, it is that time of year. It is almost Thanksgiving. It's almost Christmas. It's all, it's b- beyond ridiculous that it's almost Christmas. Uh, again, Christmas music is already playing. I'm already in the Christmas spirit, and I'm not going to try and shove it down everybody's throats. But alas, we are we are here for this. I, I guess you could say. So, unfortunately, by not being able to get out there to the clinic, I really didn't have anything else to mention so i think we're just gonna wrap it up from there guys um we'll be back tomorrow talking about this game and if the golden knights can uh can keep this momentum going that again big game tonight if the golden knights can win this game against a struggling toronto team even though toronto is talent up and down the board if they can win this game then i think the the doubters are going to be a little bit quieter i i think that's what we're looking at if the, if the uh if they can get a little bit quieter, then the Golden Knights might be onto something. And if they can win the, the third game and the fourth game of this homestand and somehow come out four and two, you're gonna look a lot better having finished four and two and winning uh, all four at home 
than you are anywhere else. So we'll be back tomorrow to break down this game and what happened and and have not. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Again, uh, thank you for everybody listening. Thank you for everybody for downloading. Um, please uh, leave your support via a review or a tweet, whatever the case may be. All of it is greatly appreciated. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. I am Danny Webster. This is Locked on Golden Knights, part of Locked on Podcast Network. And we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.